Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and in this episode, I give a bird's eye view with a patient. We're doing telemedicine, and I talk to her about the 15% MSM and how to use it. There are two ways that you can apply it, and then I talk to her about her prescription. Now, she went to another eye doctor who gave her a really strong prescription with astigmatism. Remember, I call astigmatism a warp. And we talk about the differences in the eye exam between just doing it mechanically or doing it in a way where you include the eyes, the brain, and the body. It's a very interesting comparison. So I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in. There are two methods. One is called the eye Mm -hmm. massage. And the second is called the eye bath. So the number one eye massage is done in this particular fashion. You wash your hands, make sure they're really clean. You have the bottle in your hand and you lie down on your back so that you let gravity do the work in terms of aiming the eye drop in and towards the eye. So you're lying down, you open the bottle cap, and you put a drop or two in the corners of each eyes while the eyes remain closed. And while the eyes are closed, you then spread the drops along the eyelashes and you make spirals uh, massaging the MSM into the eyelids, both the upper lid and the lower lid. The massage is a very light massage. uh, And when you use a spiral movement, it's like a vortex. It's like a higher energy So you're putting more energy into the eyelids in that spiral movement. You can even do a humming sound while you do it. That would be more advanced, Mm -hmm. but that would really amplify the MSM uh, penetrating into the eyelids and then eventually into the eyes. And the reason why you're targeting the eyelids is because it's one of the most vulnerable places of the eyes where we carry inflammation. And if we do carry inflammation in the eyelids, it's the place where the glands that produce the tears that coat the cornea and hydrate all the other eye tissues. And if you're developing something like cataracts, which we'll get to in a few minutes, cataract Mm -hmm. has to do with a frozen waterfall. Basically, that's the the metaphor, The, the waterfall is not flowing anymore in the eye, in the lens of the eye. And the the lens is made up of mostly protein material. And just to bring in another thing around the the protein in the lens, uh, glucose sometimes will bond to the protein molecule in the lens. And this creates a very specific kind of cataract 
and that's called the glycation process. Now, if that's the case, by doing this MSM massage of the 15%, you are starting to touch into that, that uh, negative bonding of the glucose molecule to the protein molecule in the lens of the eye. Now, that's the first method that you can use. The second method is called mm -hmm. the eye bath. So in this particular method number two, again, you prepare in the same way. You wash your hands. You lie down. You're letting gravity do the work again. As you're lying down on your bed or your sofa, you push the bottle out where you're getting a couple of drops along the corners of the eyes and then you're spraying the bottle along the eyelashes to the outer part of the eyelashes, to the inner part of the eyelashes, to the outer part, to the inner part. So you're going to get probably several drops on the eye. Now, while you're lying down, the eye socket is holding the eye in the place and there's a puddle of MSM now sitting in the eye socket on top of the eye and the eyelids. Then you swoosh, you open your eye, and a rush of eyedrop MSM is going to now get in your eyes. So you're doing a loading dose there. And in a loading dose, <clears throat> you're getting a high amount of MSM directly into the eyes. So if you've had a low-grade, say, dehydration climate going on in the eyeball for a period of time, this is going to break that cycle and you're going to be able to start to get much more hydration into the eyeball. The mistake that most people make with any therapeutic eye drop, whether it's homeopathic eye drops, MSM eye drops, or other natural eye drops, is they fail to use enough, especially at the very beginning when they're dealing with a chronic condition. And so you have to realize that the eyes have a very high metabolic demand. In fact, it has one of the highest metabolic demands in the entire body. And as we age, we start to lose the ability to get those nutrients into the eyeball. That's why so many people are having cataracts and macular degeneration and dry eye and all these other weird eye conditions because the eyes are depleted. They're not getting enough nutrients. Now, when you go to a regular doctor, he's got the lens of disease. He's looking through the lens of disease. And so he's looking at the superficial level. Oh, uh, Mary, you've got XYZ. In my toolbox, I've got drugs and surgery. And you go, well, are there <laughs> any other things that you could offer. And of course, in his toolbox, he'll look and say, well, no, this is all I have. This is all I know about. This is all there is. So it's, it's exactly. treating a symptom. It's treating a symptom. And um, so what you're, what you're seeking is you want to treat the cause. You want to maintain wellness. And so you're not interested in just following the disease model, at least with your eyes. And so those two methods of the 15% MSM are very therapeutic. They're, they're very uh, transformational 
in moving you more into a wellness type of um, paradigm. I think there's a couple of things there. One is that um, with that, there may be actually, this wouldn't be well, um, well known, but it could be that there's an accumulation of electricity that gets into the eyes, partly EMF, partly just Wi-Fi, partly just electrical, you know, the, the electrical EMFs. So grounding is really important. Mm. It says, oh, I, you need to put your feet in the grass or the dirt, um, do some grounding things, and then more MSM, more hydration, more water before bed, maybe the palming and the humming, um, because there's some, some excess electricity that's running in and around your eyes. You know, when we look at any digital screen for a long period of time, we are absorbing all that blue light and MF, EMF, and it definitely has a long lasting impacts yeah. if we don't discharge it. I don't care what the regular, what he's doing there is a very common um, practice that eye doctors use. The, the, the procedure is called refraction where they're optically figuring out, okay, what are the optics of the eyeball? And they're usually using some kind of a machine. There's a machine called a phoropter where you're, you know, sitting behind this, this dark machine and they're flipping lenses. And they might ask you, well, which lens is clear, number one or number two? Yeah, yeah, didn't do that one, okay, did the other so one. Okay, so then the, the other one that they can do is even more mechanical. It's called an auto-refractor where they're just taking the data from your eye while you're sitting in a static position, and that's basically right. what they're going to give you. It's called auto-refraction. So I said um, refraction is the process Auto reflection is, well, we let the machine do the whole thing. And all we do is, as a technician, Whoa. we come in and we just basically give it to you. I mean, we don't really even test it <gasps> or, um, you know, see how it feels on the eye. It's like, okay, it's basically you're a specimen and you're an eyeball, exactly. you're two eyeballs. And so we do this measurement and we go, oh, here's the computer readout. And this is what you're going to get. So it's it's the farthest thing away from the human element in terms of what your organism really needs, your visual system. You know, there's some people in the educational psychology field that will say 70 to 90 percent of what we process is through our eyes. So if you're given a lens based on some computerized readout and you're just given it okay this you might as well mail it in you might as well say i'm a robot yeah. and this is this is the the knock on general eye care now they they do this because first of all that's the way we are and i say we because i was trained that way the eye is a mechanical instrument and so as a mechanical instrument we want to treat it as an optical system but we're not looking at the, the person behind the eyes. We're, we're, we're just looking at the numbers. And so when I look at those numbers, what I see 
is the nearsightedness, which you've already always had, but a lot more right. nearsightedness. So it could have been the day that you went, you were worried right. about your father, or you were late for the appointment, yeah. or you were just, it's anxious to be in that kind of environment. So you, you compress, you tighten up. But the second thing that they did to you was really not helpful. I'm being kind here. Huh. And that is, is that they dialed in a warp in your eye and the warp is called astigmatism. So for yes. some reason, they not only amped up your nearsighted prescription, but they also created a warp in the lens that you now have to look through and accommodate, adjust to the warped lens. Okay, so if you have a warped perception that you're looking through, it's going to start warping your body. It's going to start warping your consciousness. And over time, you become desensitized to the warp and you get used to it. You know, the old saying that, that you yeah. go back and the doctor says, okay, just get used to this. I know it's it's hard for you now. So basically what he or she is saying is get used to my indoctrination <laughs> that I am measuring because I'm the authority and I'm the doctor and you're going to have to accommodate to my belief system. Now, you have been polluted by me because you know that that isn't going to fly. So you go back and you be a squeaky wheel. And after a while, he, he just says, get out of here. I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a real ego, like, wait a minute. And, you know, I could chronicle thousands of patients that walk through my door still that that's the same story. You know, you say to the doctor, hey, can you, you know, they want to do the opposite. They want to make it stronger because in their idea, stronger means better. But what it does is it creates more deterioration, more tightness, more compression, more cutting off the circulation. And it's a great model if you want to have people continually keep coming back to treat the symptoms. I mean, it's a very lucrative way to be. And so exactly. in, in, in any case, in any case, I think that because you know that you don't want to be in the warp, that we should consider at least, I think for now, and let's go back to the easy myopia minus 275 in the distance and a minus two, unless there's something else you would like, because I am happy to get, see, this is the difference. I'm happy to get your input. I'm not going to feel uh, threatened by it. Warping you is ridiculous, unconscionable. Why? That's not who you are. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.